Hello and welcome to Sangam Lit. This is Nandini Karki and in this episode we perceive gender differences with regard to life priorities as portrayed in Sangam literary work Natrine 214 penned by Karuvur Kosenar set in the Pali landscape the verse speaks in the voice of the lady to her confidant conveying the pain of separation as the man has not returned home in the promised time இசையும் இன்பமும் ஈதலும் மூன்றும் அசையுணர் இருந்தோர்க்கு அரும்புணர்வு ஈன் என வினைவையின் பிரிந்த வேறுபடு கொள்கை அரும்பு அவள் அலறி சுரும்பு உன் பல்போது அணிய வருதும் நின் மணி இருங்கதுப்பு என எஞ்சா வஞ்சினம் நெஞ்சு உனக்கூறி மைசூள் வெற்பின் மலைவள இறந்து செய்பொருட்கு அகன்ற செய்யீர்த்தீர் காதலர் கேளார் கொல்லோ தோழி தோழ இலங்கு வளை நிகழ்ந்த களங்கு அனர் எள்ளி நகுவது போல மின்னி ஆர்ப்பது போலும் இக்கார்பெயர் குரலே த வேர்ஸ் ஓப்பன்ஸ் வித் அ திருக்குறள் லைக் பித்தி கப்லெட் ஸ்டார்டிங் வித் த வேர்ட்ஸ் இசையும் இன்பமும் ஈதலும் லெட்ஸ் எக்ஸ்ப்ளோர் தட் மேக்ஸிம் இன் அ மொமெண்ட் The phrase verbal kolgai meaning a dissimilar attitude highlights a difference in perspective the alliteratively alluring arumbu avil alari meaning a full bloomed bud open flower delights the senses with its lush imagery yet again we perceive the special status accorded to the dark dresses of a sangam woman in the phrase manirum kadupu meaning sapphire like dark dresses Sayirthir Kadalar is loaded with much love and respect for it means faultless lover and speaks volumes about the lady's affection and admiration for the man the familiar imagery in sangam verses talking about the effects of parting on a woman is echoed in ilanguvalai negaltha meaning that which made shining bangles slip away the verse ends with the phrase Karpayar Kurali, meaning the voice of the monsoon cloud. Let's listen in to know the meaning echoed herein. The man and lady had been leading a happy married life when the man feels the urge within to part away in search of wealth. He promises to return before the rainy season starts. The lady is filled with anguish as he parts away. One day, she turns to her confidant and says, saying, fame happiness and benevolence these three can never be attained by those who have no impulse to move he departed on his mission with a principle different from our own he did say i shall come to tie those bee buzzing full bloom flowers on your sapphire hued dresses soon he left after saying those heartfelt words brimming with promise and traversed across many a mountain clad by clouds to gain wealth that impeccable lover of mine won't he hear o oh friend the thundering voice of this dark monsoon cloud that shines and rose appearing as if it's laughing at my sorrowful state that makes bangles from my arms slip away with these words the lady gives expression to her disappointment that the man has not returned in the promised time 
Now for the tiny details that adorn this verse. The lady starts her outpouring by recollecting the man's words as he prepares to part away. Those words talked about how the three attributes of fame, happiness and benevolence will not come the way of one who simply stays at home without initiative. The way these words are styled are so close to the post-Sangam popular Tamil literature Thirukkural. Perhaps Thirukkural-like sayings were handed down orally across generations or maybe even available for reading on Pamira leaves in the Sangam period. As if quoting from a book of knowledge, the man expresses why it's his duty as a man to leave. The final quality interests me immensely because it's not about one's own welfare but about the welfare of others. Fame and happiness could be said to be for oneself but benevolence is for society to give unto others. The thought to put effort and risk one's own comfortable life so as to give to the needy is indeed a laudable sentiment. The lady describes this attitude of the man to seek things outside of his family life as a differing principle, differing from her own lot. This tells us that the Sangam woman was not expected to seek these things and also to find all that she needs within the confines of her house. This was either the reality then or the reality imagined by Sangam poets to satisfy their famous wealthy male patrons and coax them into being benevolent towards them. Returning to the poem, the lady says that although the man went away propelled by his own principle of seeking wealth, he made a promise to her that he would be back soon to tie her hair with fragrant honey-soaked flowers many. This is again an indicator of how the Sangam woman used to stay away from adorning herself with flowers when her man was away. Describing the man as one who was faultless, the lady shows her acceptance of gender roles. Indeed, he has gone and had left her in pain and yet she finds no fault in him even as he stays away beyond the promised time. She points out to the rain clouds and asks wistfully whether the man couldn't hear the roar of this downpour where he was. To further highlight how she feels, she describes the lightning and thunder as the roaring laughter of the rain cloud at her pitiable state of pining. Here, the poem highlights the classic case of projection wherein we take feelings within us and project it on those around us and in this instance, the lady goes one step further and projects her feelings on the rain-bearing clouds up above. It's her depressed state that makes her see the world so and let us hope that in expressing her inner feelings, she would soon discover the silver ray of hope amidst these dark clouds. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please rate and review Sangam Lit on your favorite podcast app and do visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts. Until next time. Nandri Vanakkam